Gateway Gamers podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Brian Marvel, joined somewhat always by my co-host, RP. How are you, sir? How you doing? I'm Jerry. Welcome to the, the, <laughs> the, the Gateway Gamers podcast. Yeah, turn it down think... a bit. Hey, it's me, Jerry. Hey, Brian. Hey, hey, hey. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm very happy we're here today uh, mm-hmm. for this very joyous occasion, um, the the launch of Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, HBO, uh, HBO Max has become Max. Everybody's favorite streamer. Is now uh, it's now launched. More the same. Yeah, it's dumb. It's streaming's becoming cable. It's becoming less profitable. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. I don't know why they're doing it, but whatever. But I just um, I'm glad we're here, and that's all we had to talk about. So um, hit yep. you guys later. Yep. The launch of Max. The launch of Max. <laughs> no. Oh man, I, I'm great. I am great. Uh, we had a awesome night yesterday, getting to see the Flash early, thanks mm-hmm. to. Warner Brothers inviting the previously recorded network out. Um, we were influencers and, and yeah. had little tickets, but we're going to be doing an episode about that later on. Um, but I'm good, you know. It might that episode might drop before this one, probably. <laughs> so actually, yeah, that's very. You true. already listened. Yeah, well, it definitely, it definitely will. So thanks for listening. Yep, uh, we appreciate that. But I'm good, man. How how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, nothing kind of new. I'm just ramping up for the summer. Uh, kids are nuts. My students are just bonkers because it's the end of the year. And they're just ready for summer. And that's kind of it. Um, I have been gaming a lot more lately with Jerry, uh, which is great. Uh, a lot of people who I work with actually kind of walk by and are interested in the games we're playing. Just so I'm just kind of spreading that. Hey, man, get them interested. You have other yeah. hosts to pull yeah. from. Yeah. So that's been good. Like, I... I've been playing like a lot more games. Megan and I, my wife, just been playing games more. Like I, I kind of slowed down for a while, but now, good. I feel like I've been ramping up again, and just kind of the fervor of games are back. Yeah, good. That's good. I haven't really been gaming that often much. I mean, we when we got together a little bit ago, we played the the Harry Potter deck builder, which was mm-hmm. really fun to just play that again. I bought the new Villainous like two months ago. I still haven't played it. Yeah, we do have uh, to play that. Marvel one, that's on yeah. me. I'm just kind of lazy, but I've been wrapped up in my free time with doing some stuff for previously recorded and um uh also just playing a just lot life. Of... Life, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm never home. Um, but then when I do have my free time, it's been pl- spent on my PlayStation just playing um you know, MLB the show. I've yeah. I've been really enjoying that, and that's that's been good. Um, but I haven't really had any new games to play, and um the one we're gonna talk about today uh was one that that I really enjoyed that we, mm-hmm. we got the chance to play. Yeah, you and I had our game day, um, just kind of dedicated day to playing. But yeah. sometimes we get together, we'll play a game, record, and just it's draining. So yeah. we uh we did the kind of dedicated day to just gaming. And like you said, we, we played the deck we builder. Yeah. Uh what else did we play? We played cluster, of course. Uh, yeah yeah so we did a little bit of everything that day you know we uh we did record an episode and then oh yeah that's right we did we it wasn't just a dedicated day yeah to... we went out we got a beer mm-hmm. uh, at a local brewery and then we came back played um we played harry potter we played splendor oops uh you know the episode yeah i told you but they read the title it, it, yeah the title's in the episode we played <laughs> splendor we played um it's a magic kingdom game was the yeah the magic that was the kingdom day we recorded some... yeah yeah, um, and we played something else, but the Harry Potter deck builder took like an hour, mm-hmm. a little, a little over an hour. It was great to play that again. Uh, like it we really played, was. Um, we played the uh, quick draw, right? Oh, trick draw. That's right. Trick draw. Trick yeah. draw. I like that for you listeners out there that have listened to that episode, which uh, uh, Brian and Jerry did. It was a great episode. Um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, I liked it. Well, I feel like that's we. I feel like we played something else, but I can't remember. Yeah, it's probably just a deck builder. It took forever, but yeah, yeah, it was great to play that game again. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of what the summer is going to be. Uh, I know we kind of said it was going to be a lot of like theme park games, but we kind of redirect it, and it's this is the summer of the purge, <laughs> officially. Uh, oh, so you have redirected? Okay, because I was gonna say this is theme park adjacent. I, I mean, mean, we they're... still we can still talk about theme parks. We love theme park. I it's we funny do. because a lot of the games I we're gonna do i was like oh we could kind of tie that in so 
Well, easily. So today's episode, to kind of just jump in front of you, is the Marvel Splendor game. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an Avengers Campus, and then yeah. there's there's plenty of superhero theme rides that both of us have been on in in Universal, and um, so we. I I don't. I need a little uh, correlation to All make right, well, it theme, uh, theme park if, related. At the end of the episode, if you want to hear us rant and rave. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, we we definitely can, but it's I think uh this summer I'm just officially the so the goal if you've been listening since episode one has been to kind yeah. of purge and cleanse my collection and it's grown too much. It's grown out of control. So officially this summer I have a stack of games that have just been in the back of my closet, just ready to get played. Or games I love that I haven't introduced to you yet. There's one or two Well, I that mean is easily a top ten of favorite game of all time that we just haven't played yet hmm. well i think we should do a little bit of a little bit of theme park a little bit of purge then um okay. but this one you've had in your collection i think since we started this this is and one of the first games i kind of bought when we which blew my mind when you told yeah. me that because <laughs> i thought this was one that you've had um, no we'll get, we'll get into that though yeah so so this summer it's going to be a lot of different types of games but yeah no i think we could definitely time in because I know we kind of talked about a couple of the games and how we could tie them in. So I still want to do that, but I'm, this is definitely going to be these games that might not be great. Like there's a couple games that I want to purge out of my collection for different reasons. So they I may not be all A plus games or games I love. I know that's something people have kind of said, like, oh, you guys love every game. It's like I we said before. I'm not going to buy a game I don't like. like, Or at least I'm not yeah. interested in. But there are a few clunkers in my collection that I need to get rid of. Or at least haven't hit the table and just... I just need to get rid of them. So, is this one of them? So, Splendor Marvel Edition is a keeper. <laughs> this is... I was going to say, I get nah, it. This I, is just, I like this game. <laughs> this is just one that needed to be played. This is on a, This is a back-of-the-shelf kind of game. Um, so I'll give you just some of the stats on it. So Splendor Marvel came out in 2020, plays for two to four players for about a half hour, ages 10 up. You saw a different age range? I did. Uh, so I was looking, you know, just doing a quick recap before we hit the record button. And according to Amazon, the minimum age recommendation is 120. Yeah. So you have to be 120. Yeah, so to play this game, most of our listeners probably aren't meeting that requirement. So, yeah. sorry guys, but this one might be a little bit more difficult for you then. But I assume it, it meant 12, <laughs> yeah, or 10 and up, and they just yeah, added something. 120. Yeah. Uh, designer is Mark Andre, the artist is Mark Andre, and the publisher is Space Cowboys. So, I played the original Splendor like forever ago. And I enjoyed it. There's some differences and some similarities I'll kind of talk about, but it's basically the same game. But me and you being IP junkies, like obviously the Marvel one, I was like, oh, I got to get that one because I didn't own regular Splendor. So the goal of Splendor is to basically collect the Infinity Stones. If you know the MCU or you know anything about comic books, you know Thanos and the Infinity Stones and uh, his gauntlet. That's essentially what you're doing. You're acquiring one character card of every color and every color represents an infinity stone and then you have to have 16 points while also having the time stone. And there's a special way to kind of get that, which we'll talk about. Um, do you want to go over the gameplay? or like? Do you... Yeah, sure. I mean, just a quick reminder for those who don't know, basically any Marvel game you play, Thanos and the Infinity Stones are usually at the center of it yeah uh, and the six infinity stones are the red yellow purple blue orange and green green being the time stone which will come into play later in terms of the gameplay um but yeah no we can we can get into the gameplay if you want yeah. so on your turn you have one or one of four actions on a turn uh you take three chips of different colors so as you mentioned there's purple yellow orange red and blue you can't take a green and then, or you could take two chips of the same color as long as the stack of chips have four or more. And then 
you can reserve a card. So if there's a character on the board that you kind of want or you know RP is working towards, you can kind of grab it. And then you take a shield token, which is like a wild token. Um, and when you take it, you're just kind of putting it aside so you could buy later. It's a strategy yeah. you and I didn't utilize a lot. No, I, I didn't it. use it at all. Yeah, you I played it, it today with a coworker, and I used it a couple times, and it was it was a decent enough strategy. It was it worked. And then one of your other actions is to build a card, which is basically buying the card. Once you have enough of the tokens you're buying the character on the board. Mm -hmm. um, and by the board, it's basically, there's three stack of cards. There's a level one, a level two, a level three. You flip four of those stacks, four cards from those stacks out. So you'll have four level one characters, four level two, four level three. And all this is, is just, I don't even know how many cards are in a box, but it's easily... Uh, I'm going to say like 50, 50 or more Marvel characters. Like... I'm going to say 100. Yeah. It can't be 100. Yeah, it's probably about 50 heroes in the yeah. And it's just Marvel characters you're going to recognize. If you're a casual fan, there's also deep cuts. Um, I know everybody. I think RP pretty much knew 90% of the characters. Um, and what you're doing, as I said, you're taking these tokens... And on each character card, on the left-hand side is colors from the token. So if I take a yellow token, a red token, an orange token on my turn, I'm putting those tokens aside. If I can't buy anybody, RP's turn. He does what he needs to do. I get more tokens. Eventually, you're going to get the tokens that you need to buy one of these characters to put on your team. And then once you put them on your team, whatever color they are, goes towards the you know, the, the count of coins you have. So, for mm -hmm. example, if you have an orange character and you have two orange coins, total you have three coins yeah. that you can use to buy. Uh, and that was a technique that I used quite a bit and mm -hmm. was uh, very successful in. Yeah, it becomes almost like a deck builder, I kind of called it. Like, it's... Yeah, no, this in, is, in a a way, yeah. is definitely a deck builder, yeah. Yeah, because once, as RP said, you kind of have these characters in front of you their color is part of the cost. So you could buy, once you get a good amount of level one characters, start buying level two characters, and then it goes higher to level three characters. Um, now with that, it, the, all the level three characters have a green gem on them, and that's the time stone that you need to buy. So one of the differences from this version of Splendor, the original, you can get the 16 points without ever buying a level three character. Like, there is no, you need Dude. this gem to win as well. Interesting. So it's like, you could just stick with level one and two I characters. Like, I like this better than that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you have to build towards a level three character. It just, yeah. I feel like it just kind of makes it like a little more. It's more strategic. Yeah. Like, you kind of like have to work. A little bit more of a challenge. Like, that way I don't have, you know, uh, you know, eight two value cards you mm -hmm. know what I mean? yeah yeah so i like that compared to the original um there's also depending on how many players is there's these tiles that are locations so there's like wakanda and new york city at just also you could pay for and it's just three points additional i don't remember running into those did you run into them today when you played yeah we put two out we didn't use them we just kind of we didn't ignored them hmm. And they're just extra points. Yeah, um, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing those. Yeah, it was just little tiles. Um, and then the other tile that you and I actually played wrong with was the Avenger tile. So mm. on some of the characters in the piles, they have an A, like the A Avengers symbol. After you get three of those, you take this Avengers token that's worth three points. Now, when we played, we thought that was it. It was a race to get the yeah. first three Avengers, where actually it's whoever has the whoever most. has the most. So once you get three, if I get four, I get the token. If you get five, you get the token. And that actually mattered today because I was playing with Jerry and I was beating her and I needed two more points, but she got more Avengers and took those three points from me. So and it just kind of delayed the game for a round or two. 
So interesting. No, yeah, it was it was a neat thing. I don't remember if that's in the original. I know in the original there's more tokens. Where this one has locations in the other game, it's like nobles because the the theme of original Splendor is your gem merchants buying gems to like attract business. Like kind of I don't know. I think both themes are very loose. Like it's just kind of Yeah. Yeah, this this one works better. Yeah, because we like <laughs> it. Better. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. why. It's my opinion. Um and that's kind of it. The game goes until somebody gets one character of each color and then the time stone by buying a level three character. Yeah. And, and like yeah. some of my some of my strategy for this was like, okay, well I know that I have to have you know, to get a, a level three because there's of the cards that were out. I know I needed like, I don't know, like seven yellows. So mm. my strategy was to get as many yellow characters as I could that had value that didn't have value. And I would try and focus on the ones that had a value that got me closer to 16. Uh, that way I could, you know, get to the end game quicker. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, I won both times. This is a very rare occurrence on this mm-hmm. podcast where the games we play, Brian usually wins very, most of the time, very easily. So this was a very good day for us where I, I won. <laughs> we played twice and I won both times. So I was very happy. And I, I feel like you're on a roll that day. I feel like. I, yeah, I guess I was. I don't know. It was Trick a good draw. Day. I think he beat me. Magic Kingdom I, game. I think he might have beat me. I did beat you in the Magic Kingdom game. I mm. did. Um, which that may have been benefited from the wet the wet board. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I was. It was a good day for me. Mm-hmm. It was uh, and then uh, then I hung it up forever and never played a game again. And that's why this game's getting purged. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will gladly add this to my pile. You know, it's funny. Like remember. Yep, this was at saw... Barnes and Noble for like twenty yep. bucks, and I texted you and said, "Do you want this?" And you went, "Nah," because we didn't play I, it. We never played nah. it, and uh, this is a game that I remember you having from the get go. And so when mm-hmm. you told me that this was a new game you bought, I was like, "Oh," because I thought you had this game forever because you brought right. it over multiple times, and I've requested it multiple times because mm-hmm. I've seen you bring it over here, and then it, it just it just never hit the table. It stupidly. just never hit the table. Yeah, right. yeah, no, this is, this is a it's a very good game. Yeah. Um so with that, uh I will say one of the things I absolutely love about this game and the original, if you're on the fence between the two, like I'll kind of recommend which one you should get, but the components for this game are fantastic. Yep. Absolutely. Like those chips yep. that you kind of get, like are heavy. Like it just they could have just been paper chits and it would have been fine, but like they're these heavy, like let me they feel good. They sound good. Just heavy poker chips that just feel good to kind of throw around a table, and they just have. I drop, yeah, a and adorable because I dropped mm-hmm. a few of them, and they did not chip or anything. Um, they're just—it's very aesthetically pleasing. This entire game, yeah. The uh, the art's great. Um, some of it's pulls. It's not. I don't think it's necessarily original art. There's, None of it is. If like I think, are you some of it? Because some of them looked weird. A thousand percent. I'm telling you now. This yeah. is. So I've played enough Marvel. We talked about this. I think in the Marvel remix. If I pull yeah. out all my Marvel games, it's the same Green Goblin picture. <laughs> it's oh, the same. Really? Yes. It, they use a lot, of, and we kind of talk about it. Must just be a licensing thing where they just let certain art styles. Like just go. Yeah. But I it is, I will say it's a certain art style that it's all the same. Like they're yeah. not one's not like wildly cartoony and one's realistic. It's all a kind of realistic art style. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's... it works. It's just comic books. I mean, it, just comic book characters, but it's not cheesy or like it just kind of all fits. No, it works. It mm-hmm. it works and uh it's it's aesthetically pleasing to look at. And um, just cool. It's like one of those t- cool table presents. Really, mm-hmm. Anytime, at least for us, when we we're like, okay, what's this game? And you're looking at the the table and it's just a bunch of superheroes out. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm in. And then yeah, this is a game. Stones and Thanos and yeah, that always, that always ups the ante. But uh, very enjoyable game. Easy to learn. A very aesthetically pleasing game. Uh, great table presence. Great components. Um. Price point a little high, 
for what do you my... have on Amazon nowadays? Thirty-five. That's not bad. I don't think that's bad at all. Yeah, I know. That's why we have different opinions. Yeah. Because like, if it, honestly, maybe if we knocked it like five or six bucks, I'd be like, yeah. I don't know if that's just me being stingy or what. I um, I think thirty-five being... for what this is is because of those poker chips. Yeah, but come on. I know. Yeah, that is just you and I being different on. Yeah, like if, yeah. if maybe if there was like figures or something, but it's all mm. cards. Um, but again, it's the Marvel licensing mm-hmm. most likely. Um, let's see what regular Splendor cost. Regular Splendor, no, same price. Same price, yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. So I don't so, know then. So that's something I will say. If we're we are the gateway gamers, this is a gateway game. This yeah. and Splendor are 100 percent accessible i think to new people and teaching uh because super easy to teach easy to learn um one thing that i know this is a good game there's no text oh yeah you don't need to read anything which i think is easy to teach my wife would want to play this because there's no text you're using the colors you're matching the colors like it's easy for a kid to just be like hey you want to buy hulk you need four red three blue five yellow yep and you they could figure that out like pretty easily um one thing that was talked about for this game is it's colorblind friendly so it is in the original it wasn't and i think that was kind of a complaint was it's just very color heavy on all the infinity gems like if you look at them like i'll hold one up for you to kind of see this the stones are different yeah so this blue one has a square around it Ah. each one has a different shape so the green one has like a hexagon the purple's a circle so if you're colorblind you can easily access this game and kind of figure it out which i think is that it's neat like it's yeah it's it's, something i never would have thought of yeah but apparently it's very common like it's i listen to another podcast and they i think one of the guys is colorblind and he talks about that a lot with games and i think it's a problem that people just don't think about yeah so i I want to give that that's like a pretty cool little shout out i was like oh like i didn't even notice until i kind of saw someone else mention that yeah that's that's very cool i did not know that i didn't even think of that Mm -hmm. um points for that for sure yep uh so like i said i think and then the theme's gonna draw people as i said the original is fine i think if if i were to say if someone said like brian which one should i buy if you enjoy Marvel and you like comic books or you think your gaming group or your kids are going to like Marvel more, get this version. If you don't care about comic books, you don't care about Marvel, I think the originals, it's literally the same game. I think it's just as like fun and easy to teach. Uh, I know there is an expansion to the original. I don't know what that yeah. entails, but I know there is one available. I don't think this will ever Marvel version probably will never see an expansion at this point. No, nah, it doesn't need one either. But I, I see what you mean. Now I'm looking at pictures about the the locations and now it's coming back. Mm-hmm. To me. Yeah, um, it's just there. Something extra to buy. If yeah, you need I would, quick points. Yeah, um, I would. I haven't played the original, but I would definitely recommend this one um, just as a game in itself. I think it's a ton of fun. Uh, heroes aside, like even if it was. You know, like the original one, I think just the concept of the game mm-hmm. is uh, enjoyable and, and fun. But then the Marvel element of it just helps upset it yeah. a little bit for me. It's kind of pasted on, but it doesn't no, it's, it's like cool. matter. Like, it's not like it's not like I'm buying a Hulk and he's doing anything different. Mm-hmm. He's just three points compared to if I buy Falcon, who's like yeah, zero points. Like, it's not it's, there's no competitive advantage based on hero. Yeah. Yes. So, so in that, I guess in you that can sense, knock it. You, it's yeah. like unthemed. Like you could literally just play colors and it'd be yeah. the same game. True. It's just True. that Marvel flair just kind of adds it. And you'll draw more people because of the Marvel yeah. IP. Absolutely. And and this definitely is a gateway game, like you said. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 easy to learn, quick, all basically all ages. Um, so yeah, for that definitely yeah. gets the stamp of approval from, from us. From 10 to 120. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's Marvel Splendor. Yeah. Uh, from Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys. Yeah, company. Great I don't. Name. I know they made the other Splendor. I don't know what else they kind of made. But if their components are as good for this as other games, then I'll 
something I'll look into. Yeah, sure. Uh, looks like they've made a uh, a Star Wars game. They made oh. Unlock Star oh, Wars. I actually have Star Wars Unlock, another one that's at the back of my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have a couple Sherlock Holmes games. Okay. They're one of them uh, companies. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all Unlock seems to be their Unlock's big one. a great game. So I'm all for maybe. it. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Maybe this summer. Put it on the list Star Wars Ride, Star Wars Unlock. Here we go. There you go. There you go. Um, so that's it for Marvel Splendor. Um, I I do want to hit you with some news. So Lay it on me. I I've tried not to blow up your phone with too much gaming stuff, but as you, you know, know I, you can you can share with me. As you know, I'm playing Magic again. Yeah, I do. I do know you are. You're you're back into the realm. And this summer, Lord of the Rings magic is coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking all in. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I I love the Lord of the Rings IP. I I've talked about magic before. I think magic is. And other people have said it's like a perfect game, and it really is. It's a great game. I think I introduced it to you. You were ho hum on it. Um, I actually made Jerry play. She, had, I, I know you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Yeah, it's not my favorite, but I yeah. did like it. And then I introduced Jerry the one day on our break with with the same. I think it's just I'm using like that family night magic kit to kind of teach you guys, and it's very basic. Sure. Um, there's, but there's it's, no... it's great. It's a great hit, but it is just like magic for beginners. Um, so one of the things with the Lord of the Rings set that they're kind of doing for the first time ever for magic, they're doing what's called serialized cards. So each card's going to have a number. And that's how many you know exists in the world. And what's crazy is they're doing a one for one. One ring card. So That's it's gonna insane. it's gonna be the one ring. It's on Elvish. It's like beautiful looking. There's only gonna be one in existence. That's insane. So you're gonna be able to get the in this main set. You could get the one ring still, but it's gonna be like a regular card. And then they're doing like a borderless scene card because I think I showed you that they're gonna do. Yeah. You put cards together and it creates a scene. So the one the one is like the ring and then you see Gollum's hand. And then I think if you have a Gollum card put next to it, they like create a whole yeah. like kind of scene. Like it looks really cool. But this one for one copy of the one ring will be in one of the collector booster boxes. There's a less than 0.00003% chance of finding it. <laughs> You're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance. Because they know there's only like I think three million collector boosters they kind of made, so they're saying this might be the first million dollar magic like card. magic card. But if they're saying it, it also might never be found because there's a lot of players of people that buy booster boxes and just never oh. open them for like value. Um, some kid might just find this card, <laughs> just Jeez. lose it. Um, All right. So if you if you found it, yes, heartbeat, you tell it. Yes, because uh, a collector named Dan Bach, who's well known in the Magic the Gathering community, he's a high end collector. He buys like some of the older cards. Has already offered a hundred thousand dollars to whoever finds it. But Just that's low ball. That's low ball. Yeah. So it's like if he's offering a hundred thousand, you know you can get more. More. But there's also <laughs> other people offering uh I think the one was like they're they're offering fifty thousand dollars, but also you travel with them to throw it in a volcano. <laughs> I I would do that. Yeah, I, do I that. think I would do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be like, Yeah, fifty thousand dollars, let's go to New Zealand to find a volcano and throw the ring in. Like I that would be awesome. That would be fun. Do you know and the clout we'd be, get? Uh, oh. oh, people would be so mad too. Yep. 
That would be, be so fun. I'd be oh. the top of the mountain, my gateway gamer shirt, just throwing <laughs> this perfect 10 graded one oh. ring card into a volcano. Oh my God, dude. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was just something funny because I was like, oh, like that's a, I mean, we kind of talked about it before Magic the Gathering players are already like, I mean, and the most, sensitive term crackheads they're yeah <laughs> they're fervent for like magic yeah yeah so, they no they are they just i mean we know it we've seen yep. some of our friends just love opening packs and stuff it's just yeah that was gonna be nuts so this set i feel like is gonna be like really crazy and it's not even just a magic collector bowl like a uh, lord of the rings collector yeah, is gonna want that card if they can get a hold yeah, of it definitely especially just because of the art itself of the, mm -hmm. of the set it's it's beautiful art yeah, so the other cards they're doing, again, like really clever and creative like things that they're doing. They made 300 foiled uh, elven ring cards because of the three rings for the elven kings. Mm. They're doing 700 double foil dwarven does, ring cards. What does foil mean? I think it's just be holographic. Oh, okay. Yeah. For the seven for the dwarf lords in their hall of stone, and then nine hundred foiled serialized human soul rings for the nine mortal men doomed to die. That's cool. So it's they're just funny, like just it. yeah, yeah. I enjoy that. I, I they're getting creative with the IP that they have. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. So they did great with the Dungeons and Dragons set, and then this set. I just I'm already like pre-ordering stuff. Because really? I, yeah, because I, I, I love the IP. Like, I just, yeah. I really enjoy the IP. I like, I know I like magic. So I'm all well, in. And then I'll be done. Set, until yeah, right. Doctor Who comes out in October. <laughs> the Doctor Who set comes out in October. That's cool. I wish I liked, I liked Doctor Who more. I don't, you can. I've never you watched still it. still time. Oh, I know. And I'm space. I watched Doctor I'm, Who. I'm now, Doctor Who is cheesy, but I, it's one of those things that I just kind of gravitated towards. Yeah, it's right. It's right up my alley of everything that I would like. Just time. There's so much. Yeah, Doctor you have Who enough. To watch. There's enough stuff I tell you to watch. Doctor Who yeah. would be on the bottom. Well, like speaking of like pre-orders and stuff, I mean, we're getting close to Lorcana, right? That's another that's... one I don't even want to talk about. So yeah, if, if you if you lived under a rock, uh, Disney and Ravensburger, right? Ravensburger, Ravensburger, Ravensburger. Yep. Um, they're doing, they're jumping in a TCG game with Disney Lorcana and the art for that. I, I did text you and Preston that today, like more cards and art come out and that game looks fantastic. It really does. Oh, that's what I'm looking at it now about the, the pre-order box. It's like the, the prices uh, of that game are a bit weird, like I more than I, other TCGs. So I don't, that's a, that's a thing from an inexperienced side. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to pay. Like I see this box here. Somebody's offering on Amazon one hundred and forty dollars mm. for the the pre order box. Mm -hmm. I don't know what comes in. I don't know if it's a good price point. I don't mm -hmm. know, but uh, that's something I'll definitely be looking forward to soon. I'm very excited for that. That's a very Magic the Gathering style play type, right? It seems simpler, simpler. Like, but it, it looks the same. I think it's just going to be a very similar but almost scaled down version of magic which makes sense because it's disney like they want to be competitive but they also know they're going to get the disney nuts to buy yeah. into this game so but we'll see i mean there's so many tcgs that kind of come out and fail and like fail. uh who is it upper deck no fantasy flight fantasy flight just announced we're doing a star wars tcg and i oh, couldn't yeah. care less i don't care like they Fantasy Flight especially because they had a dice game and after like a year and a half they just dropped it. Like they I Weird. I just feel like there's so much TCGs and CCGs and I I heard someone else kind of say it and it was like a good point where uh, you know from our friend Duke who has a comic book shop they have Friday Night Magic. Mm -hmm. So Friday nights they have Magic. Magic Wizards of Coast sends you stuff to kind of promote brings people in and then pokemon i'm sure has a day thursday we'll say thursday nights come on in play pokemon 
what Monday night Lorcana. Like, there's only so many days in a week. Yeah. With so. your other stuff that you have, like I'm sure people want to come in and play Warhammer. So it's like, how many tables do you dedicate to yeah. this? Like, it's just. I'm sure that's just sure. when there's so much happening. It's like there's some games that fall off. Magic the Gathering will always be there. Yeah, Pokemon will always be there. Like this one, you can't like just do pre-order through like a website. You have to go to like a shop mm-hmm. and pre-order. I don't think you can do it direct. I mean, maybe when it launches, you could do it directly through Shop Disney. I'm sure or Ravensburger.com. Mm-hmm. But you really, if you want to be able to get the pre-order, you got to go through your local uh, gaming store. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'll I'll check that one out. I think I'm gonna get, if anything, like the two player how to play kits. Yeah, I just don't uh, know if I'm gonna go all in on that. I'm unless it's amazing I'm, and you and I will play, but I'm not gonna go all in because even if I do, yeah. I'm still only gonna play with you. With me, yep. So and, and Preston, yeah. Like, uh, you know, maybe get a couple packs here and there, um. Like, I'm not going to, I mean, maybe on this box, if I can get this box and I like the price point, because mm-hmm. like the box is like, is like the kind of like first wave edition. Like it's called the first chapter and it's got like three, the the three big faces on, on these sets are um, Maleficent, Mickey, and then Elsa. But I've also seen like Moana on some of them too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I might just get like a $40. I saw like a $40 set, like, yeah. what, like something to try it out. That's worth it to me. If it's something I like and and can get into this, you know, trading card game stuff. Um, but I'm with you. Like if, if I'm not unless it's it takes off and it's popular and yeah. this, it might not have legs. It might be gone a year and a half. Yeah, there's no there's nowhere for me to go to play it. And mm-hmm. I'm, my my wife's yeah, okay. Yeah, like my wife that's me. a lot of reading on those cards. Yeah, she'll never play with me. I mean, there's also the possibility I might not like it. So yep. I mean yeah. I might, there's also that, but more to come on that, I suppose, down the line. Yeah. But you talking about magic made me like, oh, Lorcana, let's let's look this up. And I I just know I'm going to be like a crack. Yeah, I, I I think I want to cover that when it comes out. Like I said, I'll just buy like a two player twenty dollar starter kit if I can find it. I have a feeling it's going to be hard to find for a while. Probably. Yeah. Just because it's Disney. We have yeah. our ways, though. Yeah. True. True. So that's all I have to say, gaming wise. Um. So you want to talk about Avengers Campus? Sure. So yeah. So we uh, this is the end of the board game section of the podcast. Yep. This is yeah. the theme, the theme park adjacent. Hold on, um, let me do it. We're gonna put insert jingle here, Nick. Okay, we're back. We're back. All right, we're back. So yeah, no, I figured you know why not? This is there's plenty of Marvel themed uh, attractions. There's uh, mm. the Universal's. Islands of Adventure, uh, mm-hmm. which has the Incredible Hulk ride, the Fantastic Four Cafe, Storms, like the, teacups. The Spider-Man basically. ride. And That's... then, yeah, of course, saving the yeah. best for last, the Spider-Man ride. And then there's the Avengers campuses that are now opening up around the world in the mm-hmm. Disney parks. And then there's the Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind. There's there's so many Marvel mm-hmm. uh, products that I could obviously talk for hours and hours about. Can we uh, just talk about the amazing Islands of Adventure. Yeah. I, I on this we episode. Just, we would just talk about, um, <laughs> yeah, our favorite. The majesty and grace of I the just, 90s. <laughs> I was going to say the, the, uh, the, the stuck the stuck in time Marvel attractions. So for those of you who don't know, Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios, Florida, uh, they have the rights to the theme park rights, the east of the Mississippi, for Marvel characters, however, they have to stay in their '90s uh, incarnations. Yeah, like so Jim Lee. Yeah, you're seeing like, the X Men. It's like the animated show X Men. That's how they look. They're mm-hmm. coming out on their quads. They're riding at Doctor Doom. <laughs> everything looks is the '90s cartoons, and even the Hulk. Everything. Um, so they have two rides. They have the Incredible Hulk. They have the Spider Man ride. Um, Doom Drop. Is, and they've oh that's right they have the doom drop and, and then, then the storm cyclone this, thing yeah, yeah like, teacups which is basically like teacups yeah uh, so four rides two uh, three major ones and one kid one um, mm-hmm. and they're all great I however cannot ride the Incredible Hulk coaster anymore um, because the last time I rode it I almost passed out 
from the takeoff. I'm trying and to think. I, that's the, never happened to me before. They've updated it since I the last time I was there was like 2001. So when you took off, there was probably TV screens on the sides. And it was like a launch. Showed, they animated Bruce Banner turning into the Hulk. And then just shot you out. Yeah. Now it's different. Now you're turning into the Hulk. Right. And it's like a whole simulation. But it's still a uh, launch and everything? Yeah, there's still a launch. Okay. So there's a part of the launch where you come out, you go up, you go down, and then you loop. And so on that loop, I just, I almost fainted. I, really? I was like, my, I just felt I like lost all control. That's never happened to me before. My brother-in-law Bill's riding with me, and he's like, same. And I'll say, like, okay, I thought it was just me. Uh, but they they upgraded it to make it smoother, and mm. they made it worse. It's I get a headache every time I ride it. It's, it it uh, sucks because it's an awesome roller coaster. You think it's like too smooth almost? No, it's it's clunkier. My head's banging around. Uh, the okay. Time. See, I I remember going. I was younger too. If I'm sure, if I went on now, my 36 year old self, I would pass out too. But I was 14 at the time, so I was like, yeah, yeah. more more loops. Let's yeah, go. I when I we went the one time, I rode it over and over and over and over again. But yeah, so that's the one ride. Then there's the Doctor Doom Fearfall, which is this ride that just shoots you up, mm-hmm. and then you you drop. It's freaking awesome. Um, and yeah, it's just a standard drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's cool to see the park, and then the Amazing Spider-Man ride, which is mm-hmm. a one of the best rides, um, theme park rides in general, but also uh, common type of ride in universe studios where you have a moving you have a moving ride and you have screen mm-hmm. now that right um, that ride's awesome yep and they upgraded it to be like 4k um i absolutely love that ride i think that ride is fantastic and it's definitely better than what disney did in california mm-hmm. their spider-man ride but it's a it's a it's a fantastic ride i went there when i was younger and it's just a it's what you would want in the Spider-Man ride. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're you're with Spider-Man. The you know it's the craziest night of his life, his life, and possibly yours. Like it's is yeah, that the, the tagline? Yeah, that... he says, <laughs> "Craziest night of my life and yours." Yours, they points at you. They points at giant you finger. Yeah, yeah. That have... that ride is, and like I said, last time I was there was two thousand one. This is a pre nine eleven world. This is pre Iron Man. This is pre like MCU. Uh, I'm trying pre, to think. Probably the original Spider Man came out. Yeah. So right? Spider Man. Yeah. Right. Spider Man One probably came out. Two thousand, two thousand one, or coming out. Yeah. But so, the uh, so the the entire aesthetic of the ride is the cartoon. The an- yeah. The cartoon Spider Man. It's so awesome walking through that queue and like all the spider-man stuff and like i said i was uh, being my last name marvel like i was always big on like superheroes so like this at the time was like the coolest thing i was a venture it's like forget disney that mickey yeah. mouse let's go see captain america now <laughs> i look at it it's yeah. so laughable. it's not even like pleasantly nostalgic it's so laughably cheesy it is like it's not even like enjoyable. Like it's just like Wolverine it's... in like the biggest padding and his claws. He's wearing that <laughs> yellow suit, and then like the the clunkiest looking Cyclops with his goofy visor. Like it just very clunky. <laughs> but it's what theme parks were at the time, you know. Like it, yeah, it's no, kind of it... like a, it's it's interesting how it's it's still stuck in it because they can't update. Like they can't really change anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's even like you know. Captain America's restaurant. There's like a, and it's like, you know, you get the red, white, and blue shake or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, fantastic. I'm looking now. It's part and the Fantastic Four Cafe. And yep. Yeah. So Captain America's Diner, Cafe Four, which is inside the Baxter building. Yep. There's a Marvel character dinner, which you get to eat with all your, with Wolverine, Captain America, and all your friends. And then Annie Ann's pretzels. Yes, there is. Just Annie Ann's pretzels. pretzels. Not. Yeah, yeah. Aunt no, May's no. pretzels no, or like anything no. thematic, just Annie Ann's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very enjoyable. Uh, it's not. It's not like the. Uh, I don't want to like stay in it. Like I can just sit in Hogwarts, and, mm-hmm. and uh, even in, in California, 
like we spent basically the entire day in Avengers Campus, even though it's small. But uh, I don't want to really sit in there, but I have very fond memories of the area, and I think it's very fun. There's a lot of fun stuff to do there. Yeah. Um, but the Spider-Man ride's awesome. It's just it's great. Yeah. It's it it is cool. Like I said, for the time, um, you've been there recently. What what does like the stores look like? Like they don't have anything MCU, right? Like it it does no, even. No, they do. Oh, really? Yeah, they have. Uh, it's primarily just Marvel stuff, but you'll see like toys that are from the latest MCU movies. Um, you'll see like Black Panther stuff. Um, I believe I was listening to Jim Hill podcast. And apparently, there's a picture of Black Panther hung up. In and that allows them to like Disney's not allowed to do anything in Disney world with black Panther, because that's technically an established character in Avenger in Marvel islands of adventure. So I don't know how true that is, but in terms of like the merchandise, they never did black Panther or no, it's California. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. no, they There's nope. Um, no, there's no, and they never even built the Black Panther ride yet. In well, there's a rumor of it in California. Yeah, the but, drop. Yeah, no, there is. Um, there's plenty of stuff, but it's like stuff you would just find if you went to like Disney Shop and yeah, like, yeah, search yeah. Marvel like kid stuff. But there is some, there is some MCU stuff like really just like you know mask and toys, but there's not yeah. like T-shirts or anything like. But does that. It say Disney on it? That's what I'm curious. Like yeah, it's... no, uh, I mean maybe some of the toys. I can't remember because I don't really spend that much time in like the shops, mm-hmm. um, because it's like all this crap that's all this superhero crap that's here. Yeah. I can get on. Like, I, I was get just online. curious, like how, like, Disney's making a profit off of everything that's in there because yeah. they they own the merchandising rights. So yeah, yeah, there's probably there's definitely MCU stuff in there. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, what a time. <laughs> it's yeah. just like I'm looking at pictures now and it is just like Kingpin's arcade and it's just a giant cheesy p- Kingpin. Um, yep, there's a giant arcade. You walk out of uh Doctor Doom's Fear Fall and it looks like a nifty 50s arcade. Like Yeah, it's just fused. so of the time. Yep, it's stuck in the 90s. Oh, take big, me back. Take me the back big, there. Blockbuster. Never mind. Well, there there was, was even like on a, this. Take me back. <laughs> well, there there was even like Hollywood um horror nights. Mm-hmm. That section of the park turned over to like uh Marvel like super villains. No, that's uh, pretty podcast cool. The, podcast the Ride did a whole episode on it and it was like Venom and Carnage came out and stuff like that. Um definitely worth looking into. I don't remember really remember much about it. Uh, but just, definitely worth looking into. Just looking at these characters, I no, think it's just—it's the walk around characters that do it for me. Like the cheesy, uh-huh. hung up stuff is fine, but like that I look and I see Storm. It's just like so cheesy. And Captain America, it just looks like a spirit of Halloween. Yep. <laughs> like, that was, there's like, cosplayers exactly. that make better costumes than this at this point. <laughs> They probably put more attention and detail in there mm-hmm. too, but there's like just these like around the island too. There's just these like um, they look they're basically just like big plastic cutouts mm-hmm. from the com- from the comic books. Um, so it'll just be like storm, like a giant storm mm-hmm. over a shop, and then there's like Doctor Octopus on the one wall. Um, like Spider Man's ride has like a a high rise. It's supposed to be like the Daily Bugle in front of it. Um, yeah, it's just it's just kind of just like a lot of mumbo jumbo going on, not really like a cohesive theme mm-hmm. as, you, as you would kind of see now. But I think that's good. Um, it works for it. We don't, you know, you don't need all that nonsense all the time. Yeah, and they do have um, like the Daily Bugle newsstands yeah, no, around. Like there are those little touches that are yeah, they put they work. They put care and thought into it, and this is back in a time where theme parks were different than what they are mm-hmm. now, where you know everything is themed you know you're not going to walk into hot you know hogsmeade and and see like oh this is all um i don't know like an annie ann's pretzel you're not going to see that Mm -hmm. but you're going to see traditional pretzels where here it's like you said there's an annie ann's pretzel plot right in (laughs) which would make sense there are in new york but like it's the it's themed differently than how mm-hmm. we theme things now and everything's an immersive experience yeah when i when i was an adventure came out i want to see 
I want to see the heroes walking around. Yeah. I don't care. Like Galaxy's Edge is trapped with the the sequel trilogy. Mm. I don't want to see that. I want to see Darth Vader and Kylo Ren stuff like that. Yeah, when these did come out, I, you were probably two, but this was like a big thing that when they, I think what ninety nine, the Oz Adventure opened up, so it was like, yeah, the Spider Man area or like Marvel area. Then there's that all god awful Doctor Seuss island, like so it was these little niche islands that were hyper themed there's the simpsons one that's super cool in that area but it's just like that ride sucks i I don't think we made it i don't know if that one was open when i went i remember no it definitely in 2001 that was not open. i remember being like stressed out in dr seuss land and i went to get out immediately i don't know like it just it was so much happening i was like i need to get out of here are you worried about the like the grinch coming up to you yeah i don't want to steal my stuff and then uh <laughs> what and then it was like the dudley do right cartoons was that yep. that area yeah. yeah that's still that's still a whole section so you leave the islands of adventure and you walk up a little bit and then you're in like basically like mm. popeye land i guess if you want yeah. to call it, where it's like all the old time like popeye uh dudley do right um betty boop has a store like stuff oh. like that like cartoon it's like cartoon aisle or something like that yeah so and, um, yeah at the, at the time it was the thing i mean disney kind of had that uh but didn't like they had mgm and there was like a very small star wars area for the ride there was a very small yeah i was gonna say muppets had a very small it's even smaller now area like now it's yeah there's a whole section of toy story and it has cool toys theme stuff yes very much so but like even now i mean even like back then disney still themed differently and like i want to say like the other sections of the park are themed differently. Like there's not just like cardboard, not like cardboard. There's just not just cutouts of like giant heroes on the boards. Like I know what they were going for. They were going for a very comic book mm-hmm. vibe and aesthetic. And it, they get that. But like you walk into Seuss land and it looks like you're in a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. It's stressful. So, it's stressful. It's scary. Yeah, I guess and... for you, <laughs> you're not good with the rhymes, I guess, but nope. uh I lo- I love this section of the park. Um, uh, it's you know it's not my favorite thing ever, um, but it's fun and it's very much a product of its time. It's just Islands of Adventure, two two thirds of it is so nineties, like it's so, mm-hmm. and people love it. Some people hate it. I love it for what it is, and they're constantly updating it. And uh, not Universal... the Marvel section. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're not touching that. Apparently, the rumor Jim Hill has been saying for years is that they're going to turn it into Wicket, the whole section into Wicket, because they can they have the green roller coaster, and they can just make that. Yeah, which Jim Hill's been saying this for years. So like, not even an Oz, just well, Wicked. Be, they would make the whole section Oz, but then the based off of Wicket, yeah, because it's a Universal film. Yeah, that's dumb. Yep, I agree, hundred percent agree. <laughs> Or it'd be uh, awesome. I don't know, because that Mario section was cool. So Yeah, though they, they can... do a really good job. Yeah. They do a good job. You know. I used to never really like Universal all that much. And then they opened um Hogsmeade and the the, mm. the Harry Potter stuff and it's that's the best theme park stuff out there. Like in terms of theming and environments and you are just fully immersed. And so from that point on Universal has just been a favorite of mine, and I mm. enjoy going to the parks more there than Disney at this point. Blasphemy. Yep. But Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, probably the best ride in Florida. So, mm. yeah, I'll get back to Disney eventually. I haven't been there. It's two thousand eight, probably. Yeah, it's been a while. Back. It'll yeah. be a different, much different experience without with your son. No, I'm not uh, going with him. I'm just yeah. just by myself. Yeah, yeah. Leave the wife and kid at home. I'll go with Lister Preston and we'll just it's, it's nerd out. With a kid. Hey, all right, you're leaving me at home? Yeah. Um, but No, you just take Jerry. Yeah, there we go. I'll take Jerry. Yeah, yeah, we'll, just take Jerry. And we'll play the Magic Kingdom board game. <laughs> Spill beer uh, all over it. Yeah, I just... So that's something I don't think we mentioned in the last episode. So we... I don't know if we talked about, did we? Yeah, we did. Well, I'm bringing it up again. RP spilled yeah. beer all over the place, <laughs> which is why times. we're doing it over Zoom because I can't yeah. let me hear any more of my games. Multiple times, I did. 
You were so I was definitely bumbling fool that day. <laughs> I was, but I won. I beat your butt. You did. All right. Well, this went way longer than I thought it would, but it was a great theme, episode. So theme park talk. Theme park talk. Is what yeah, yeah. It's two things we love. I love board games. You love theme parks. I also yep. love theme parks, though. So. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm excited for the summer. I just, I love when we do goofy themes, and I love board games and purging my games. So I'm excited to uh, go through. I am excited. There are a couple games, like I said, in the list that I do love. It's not a necessary purge, but it's purging from the back of the shelf. For every purge, you're going to buy two more games. No, I said I'm put my foot down. This is the summer it. that I'm not buying any games. Believe it when or I at see least, it. At least I won't tell RP <laughs> that I did. Um, no, you saw me last night. I literally, I texted RP because we were going to the movies to see The Flash and there's, in this mall, there's nothing except a movie theater and then a Barnes & Noble like on the other side. And he said, I'm here. And I said, me too, I'm at Barnes & Noble. And then I went, never mind, I'm leaving. <laughs> because they had like a giant half off section of board games and i just couldn't i was like no nah, i don't need them i don't need them good for you good for you yeah i was proud of myself but so that's my goal no no new game summer purge and back of the shelf game summer we'll see what happens it's only may 23rd <laughs> hey you had your first you know uh encounter and you came yeah, out strong i so. survived i ran out of that store they said, sir, you need help. I said, no, get away from me. <laughs> the one person that was working the, the giant The one person, store. truly. This, I don't know how that place is a business still. It's a gigantic Barnes & Noble, too. It's one yeah. of the biggest ones in the area, for sure. And it was literally one person at the register. It's the only thing. And then a barista at the Starbucks. Yep. It's just a bunch of old people that go there. That's why. Mm-hmm. That'll be our next. That's next year's topic. We're just going to go to malls. Okay. And like record in there because no one's in there. It's just I'll be fine. Rate rate the malls. This mall has one Annie Ann's, <laughs> one FYE, one Spencer's. It has the same amount of Annie Ann's as Islands of Adventure. Islands of Adventure. But we're going off topic. Um, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on our social medias: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I don't have TikTok, nor do I want one, but you never know. Produce Audra is a TikTok star. Um, be sure to check out our merchandise, T Public, Redbubble. Head over to previously recorded and check out the episode on the Flash. It's, yeah, we'll probably we'll probably drop it in this feed too, just cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, check out previously recorded. Period. RP and Bob, uh, Nick, producer Nick, uh, this other guy named Shane is there uh, he pipes up once in a while and and they do a great job it's just if you like movies and pop culture and nonsense it's great um i've been on there talking indiana jones and i think i was on star wars and yeah we're gonna have to uh have you back for dial destiny yep anyway so (laughs) thank you so much um see you next time bye